What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, today. Um, it's been a pretty good day. Um, I didn't really do too much. Uh, whew. <coughs> oh, my bad if that just blasted your ears out of existence. Uh... But you know me, I don't edit these podcasts, so you're going to have to deal with that really loud sneeze, my bad. Um, but yeah, today has been a pretty a pretty good day, um, you know, in terms of other people's uh, uh, standards, it would have been boring, but for me, it was a pretty good day, um... I kind of just, I slept until like 1.30 in the afternoon just because I wanted to. It's Sunday, the day of rest. Um, and then I took off, went and took a shower at the gym. Uh, made a nice Reddit post uh, that I think, you know, I love making the Reddit post because, you know, somebody else asks me to you know, write on a topic or something like that, and, you know, in the end, I'm not, you know, I'm doing it because I want to help other people, but in the end, it's, you know, I choose to do it because I know that writing that post will help me expand my own knowledge and refine my own knowledge, um, and, you know, I have a lot of like revelations when I do those types of things and when I do these podcasts um you know in the end it's it's I'm doing it for me um so that I can kind of just elaborate and expand on these ideas and uh you know refine my own knowledge and uh I apologize if there's like background noise I'm like in downtown Muskegon right now and there's cars going by and there's like all these kids playing at the park making a bunch of noise but it is what it is whatever it's only a problem if you think it's a problem um but yeah I took a shower and all that and then wrote that reddit post and then uh I went to a couple stores and just kind of walked around and it was funny because I saw my friend D'Angelo in traffic and I was like yo what up dude and then at the store I saw one of my old teachers um which was pretty cool um yeah and then I went to Lake Harbor and I walked around for a minute and meditated for like 20 minutes um I always love walking through the woods it was kind of dark out there um but you know I was just like you know what it's the only thing to be afraid of in the dark is myself my mind what my mind is showing me what my mind is showing me can be more terrifying than anything that the world can show me um and so you know I any. I'm not really freaked out by the dark, but, you know, it's just, like, you can't see anything, so it's really just, like, you know, you're, like, kind of, it's like you're on your own, really, like, uh, you know, you gotta be the judge of what's in the dark, 
Um, so, you know, I, I've just come to a point where I like to do things that are, like, uncomfortable so that I can uh, become comfortable in it and master the situation so that the next time it happens, you know, I'm not... I'm not freaking out or whatever, which, you know, I don't freak out in the dark, but again, it's just like, I think it's just a natural thing. You know, we don't like the dark. Um, cause again, you can't see, it's really just you and your mind. And again, you know, the things in your mind can be far more frightening than anything that you would find in the dark. Um, you know, while, while you're walking through the dark, like, a lot of people, myself included, will just be, um, thinking of the most horrible things, but, you know, the only difference between that and the daytime is that there's no light, um, and, you know, I, I've just found that, you know, the, the dark is not what you have to be scared of, you know, it's just, the absence of light, and, um, you know, it's just, what are you finding in the dark? So, you know, our minds go to the worst places when it's dark outside, and really, like, I see that as just, like, um, you know, you think you're in the dark, and you think the dark is scary, and so you start thinking of all these horrible, horrible things, and, um, you know, it's all just, it's all just in you, you know, you're just, whatever you're finding in your mind, you know, you're shining light on, um, and so, you know, for some reason, when it's dark out, we just shine our inner light on the scary things, and, uh, you know, I've just been catching myself doing that, and I'm just like, you know what, dude, like, there's nothing to worry about other than what I'm worrying about, honestly, uh, you know, I know for a fact, like, out in where I'm at, there's no dangerous animals or anything. I don't need to be on guard for that. Um, there may be people in the woods, but I don't, like, you know, that if I'm not being confronted with something in the present moment, why even think about it and put myself through that suffering, you know? Why even ruin my experience, um... So, yeah, I had a nice little walk in the dark, um, and then I meditated, and I was kind of just exercising my imagination, uh, like, specifically moving in imagination, because, um, you know, you are wherever you are in imagination, really, um, you know, so in my meditation, I was just I was sitting, like, near the front of my van, and then I would just imagine myself being at the back, and, um, it was interesting, because I could actually feel, like, instead of looking at the back of my van, um, from where I was physically seated, I could move in imagination to the back of the van, and now I'm looking at the front, um, and, you know, like, I'm actually there, you know, not physically, but in my imagination, I'm there, and, you know, it's just as real as anything else in the world, uh, you know, that was my experience at the time, so I've been kind of practicing just moving in imagination, like, you know, if I want to be somewhere, 
uh, say if I wanted to be in Chicago, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see in my imagination, I wouldn't see, uh, you know, my grandma's house, like, five miles down the road, no, I'd see it, like, 400 miles down the road, uh, you know, it's really, I don't know, it's interesting, just, like, moving in imagination like that, and, you know, like, it's like you can actually sense yourself being there, um, and it just becomes this whole real thing, um, and, you know, just like that, that is your reality in that moment. That is what you are experiencing. You know, if you're seeing it, if you feel like you're there, you know, how is that any different than any other experience you've had in your life? Um, but anyway, I was walking around in downtown Muskegon, which I just got done doing. And, um, you know, it kind of just dawned on me that, you know, the meaning the meaning in my life is me. You know, I am the meaning for everything that I see. Uh, because, you know, again, I've just been noticing that, like, you know, all of these things that we see on the daily, you know, all of these physical things, like, we think that they themselves have some kind of meaning, but, you know, the only thing that is giving it any meaning is your imagination, your mind. You know, you're creating, like, what that thing means. Um, so, you know, when I look at, say, a dollar bill, you know, that's all it is. It's not even a dollar bill. It's just a thing. It's just what it is. It's nothing, essentially. It's nothing. But then I come along and I look at it and I associate it with wealth and I see it as a, something that I can use to buy things. And so it is. Um, so, you know, these, these things that we're looking at all day have absolutely no meaning whatsoever other than what you give to it. Um, and, you know, that's, that's the thing. When I'm looking at a dollar bill, you know, I feel like I've found wealth. But what's really happening is I'm just finding that wealthy part of me in myself that's always been there, and it always will be, and it always has been, that wealthy part of me, um, and, but I've conditioned that wealthy part of me to only be expressed when I have a physical thing for it, which would be a dollar bill, um, and so in that moment, you know, I, most of us think that the money means wealth, the money itself means something but no like you're only finding something in you and you're projecting it outward onto this thing um another example of that is i was walking in again downtown muskegon and i was looking at all the lights and all the trees and everything and i was like wow this is beautiful and what i realized was happening was that I found this beauty in me. You know, beauty is not a a physical thing. It's it's a mental thing. You know, it's something that we have. Uh, nothing else has it, you know, but we say it does, and so it does. 
Um, and so what I found was that when I'm looking at all these things, you know, I could, it, it's all something that's taking place in me. And so when I'm seeing this beauty that I think is in the trees or in the, uh, the lights or whatever, it's not out there. It's not out there. This beauty is something that I have found in me. And I am allowing myself to let it be. I'm allowing it to, you know, be there in myself. And then it changes how I see everything. I see through the eyes of beauty. And, you know, I'm projecting that beauty outward. And then it's coming back to me. And I say it's the thing that has the beauty. But really, it's me. That beauty is coming from within me, and I'm shining it on what I'm looking at. Um, and like, oh my gosh, this understanding is just a game changer. Um, because, you know, it makes me realize that, you know, my senses truly don't tell me what is going on. I tell myself what is going on. Um, you know, my senses just show me this this image it's just an image, and um, all the feelings I have about it, all of the uh, things that it evokes in me is simply what I'm finding in myself and projecting it out and getting it back, you know? And when I'm looking at something and I say it's beautiful, what is happening is this beautiful, this energy of beauty, it... it it exists in me all the time. It's always there. But in this moment, I allow it to be. I allow it to, um, you know, be in my consciousness. And, um, and what happens is, it is literally, I'm sending it out. When I say this thing is beautiful, I'm sending out that beauty that's in me. I'm sending it out. And this world is just like a mirror. It's a reflection. And so I'm sending it out towards these trees and these lights and everything. And then it comes back to me. Um, and to me, the trees and the lights and everything are beautiful. And um, so, you know, this is really like, you know, you're creating your experience all the time. You know, you can choose to see that beauty anywhere in the world. But first, you have to find it in yourself. You know, you have to bring up those feelings of beauty and then your whole world is just masked with this this new lens. You're seeing things through new eyes. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's really amazing. And, you know, it really does make me realize that, you know, this whole world is just a mirror and everything you see is simply yourself pushed out. Honestly, like, you know, when I see that beauty, I'm seeing myself. That beauty does not exist outside of my perception of it. You know, if I if I was in a state, you know, it, in that moment, you know, for a second, for a second, I believed that I am beautiful. And so everything else was beautiful. I felt beauty. And so everything else was just clothed in that. Because that is, you know, that is now how I'm seeing the world. And it's all because of how I'm seeing myself in that moment. 
you know, I was kind of just contemplating. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just this, you know, masterpiece of, of creation. You know, this, this, just the fact that I'm here and I exist, like that is just beautiful. And so in that moment, I saw myself as, as beautiful and this, this energy of, of beauty was in me and now it's shining out and I'm seeing everything in that light. I'm seeing everything in that way of beauty and it all started with me. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's just really interesting. You know, I'm realizing that truly, yes, like consciousness is the only reality behind everything. You know, without consciousness, without somebody being there to say what something is, you know, there would be absolutely no no reality to it at all. And, you know, the observer effect proves that too. Like, as soon as you look away from something, you know, it doesn't really exist anymore except in your imagination, in your consciousness. You know, as soon as I turn my, my head away from those trees that I was saying were so beautiful, you know, I can't, my senses don't tell me that they even exist, but my imagination does. And then I turn around and they're still there because in my mind, they are a solid reality. There's something that's real in me. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's just amazing. It's just truly freeing, um, a freeing view of the world because now I know that you know, nothing, nothing that my senses tell me is really the reality of it. You know, what my mind says is the reality of it for me. And that's why nobody has the same experience of the same thing. You know, I could be walking down the street and, you know, this inner beauty is being projected out of me onto everything else. But I could have a friend with me who's, you know they they're just not feeling it you know they're sad or whatever you know they're not gonna see that beauty there they're not gonna see beauty they're gonna see maybe you know maybe they had an experience with the holidays you know that tainted all you know made them view these christmas lights differently you know maybe a loved one passed away on that holiday and now you know the christmas stuff is just a sad a sad thing for them and so they're looking at it through the eyes of sorrow and pain and um, maybe regret even. And so, you know, they have this like horrible experience of all these things that I think are beautiful. Um, and, you know, that's why it's really it's really important to, you know, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, if something negative happened in your life, there's nothing wrong with feeling you know, upset about it, but, you know, you can't let it taint your view of the world for forever, you know, you can't keep holding on to it, because it's only holding you back, and, you know, with, with loved ones passing away, you know, it happens to everyone, everyone passes away, it's just a natural part of life, and again, it's just how you see it, how do you see death? Do you see it as this really sad thing or do you see it as just a beautiful transition into the next level of existence? Or do you see it as a final rest, a final peace 
You know, it all comes down. How do you perceive it? How do you, what do you think death means? You know, and I think a lot of us, you know, have fears of death because we think it's just the end of everything. But, you know, you look around you in nature, you know, death only opens up room for more life. You know, like if all of the same leaves stayed on the trees forever, you know, that would be that would kind of suck because those would be the only leaves that could experience being a leaf. You know, they it it wouldn't allow and, and you know, eventually they'd get bored of it. You know, those leaves would eventually just not even want to be it would just be a bland experience and they just feel stuck. And so, you know, they die and turn into something else and then they let other leaves come to life and experience what it's like to be a leaf. You know, that's that's what is happening with us too. You know, we come here, enjoy what it's like to be a human, and then we die and move on. We move on to something else. And, you know, I only see it that way because I know for a fact that energy or matter is not created nor destroyed. And if I'm, I'm either matter or energy, I can't be... I can't be neither of them. You know, I see it as my body is matter and my mind is energy. And my, that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transmuted into something else. And you know, we're transmuting all the time. This energy in us is always changing. There's always some old part of us that is, you know, dying. And this new this new way of seeing things, this new way of life, this new energy is is coming to life. And, you know, that can't happen unless something else dies and goes away. You know, you can't be sad and happy at the same time. You either have to let go of the sadness so you can be happy or hold on to the sadness so in that happy can't come. You know, you, you, there, it all comes down to how you see it. It all, it, that's, it, how you see it is what it is for you, um, so, you know, I, I don't see death as a bad thing. You know, I obviously don't want anyone to go before their time. I don't want to go before my time. You know, I want to enjoy this human experience um, as long as I can. And, you know, just find out what this life is all about. But when the day comes, you know, I I trust it. You know, I'll I'll trust that I'm not just being smashed into nothingness you know i i just see it as a transition and so you know uh the the person who uh holds on to that sadness of you know a loved one passing away around the holidays you know they hold on to that and it ruins every other experience of a holiday for them you know something that happened that isn't happening anymore um, taints their entire experience. And yes, it is hard to let go of those old patterns, you know. It's hard to get over things, but it is not impossible. It is 100% possible, and it is healthy. It's healthy to get over things, you know. You free up all this space once you let go of that thing, and you can fill that space with anything you want. Um... You know, it, it really is just the way.
the way of life is just to embrace change, you know? When, when my loved ones pass, whenever that shall be, you know, I'm, I will be, you know, a little shook up about it. But, you know, I know that they have not gone anywhere because I can still think of them. I can still have mental conversations with them. I can still perceive them even though physically they're not here. And, you know, it's just the same thing with, um, you know, your house. When you leave your house, the only place it exists is in your imagination and you say it's real and so it is. And so, you know, if you can imagine a loved one that passed away, they're not gone. You can still perceive them. They're just not in a physical form. They're, they're simply in imagination. They're in the mind of God. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, but I don't know. This whole view is just like changing so many things, you know, I, I'm realizing when I'm just like, you know, not aligned with what I want to experience. Um, like for example, I was in traffic earlier and this guy, like, I was going straight and I didn't have a stop sign and he was coming from a side road with a stop sign and he must have thought that I I had to stop because he just pulled out right in front of me and I had to slam on my brakes and you know of course like you know immediate reaction I got all pissed off and I honked my horn at him but then I was like dude just chill just chill. You can't change. You can't change what you're looking at, dude. But you can change how you're seeing it. Um, and so you know, when he first pulled out, I was in a state of being pissed off. And so in that state, you know, he was simply uh, an annoyance to me. He was simply uh, an inconvenience and. You know, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see inconveniences in my world. And so, you know, I didn't change him. I didn't do anything to change what he was doing. I just changed what I was doing. I changed how I was seeing the situation. And, you know, I look at his license plate. He has a handicapped uh, thing on his license. And I was like, you know what? He's just some old guy. And he's, you know just trying to get somewhere and you know maybe he just can't see that well and uh you know that's nothing to be pissed off about you know he can't help that uh but I can change how I am viewing this situation and so you know I just calmed down and uh, realigned with what I would like to experience which is peace you know I don't want to be pissed off or feeling inconvenienced I want to have peace in my life and I went to the only place that you can find peace which is within yourself and I found it and then I started projecting it outward I started seeing my world in a peaceful view and so this guy was not an inconvenience anymore I was simply just seeing uh you know, someone just as they are, you know, that's just how he is, I can't, I should not even want to change him, 
I shouldn't feel the need to change him. You know, in the beginning, when I got pissed off at him, I was like, you're stupid guy. You're stupid. Um, And, you know, it was only because I found anger in me and I was projecting it onto this thing that I was witnessing. And so I wasn't aligned with what I want out of life, which is peace and calmness. And I was like, is this really worth, like, my peace and calmness right now? You know, getting all all worked up about something that I have absolutely no power over. And and the funny thing is, you know, after I I just came to terms with it and I just, like, you know, stopped seeing it as this, like, horrible, awful thing and I was creating peace, he just turned and he was out of my way. I didn't have to ask him. I didn't have to call him an asshole. You know, I I just wonder, you know, if I, I saw that, I see those types of things as like tests, tests from, you know, myself, my, the universe or whatever, you know, are you going to choose to uh, give the world peace or more hatred and anger and all this, um, and so, you know, this was a test. What am I going to do in a, a situation where my senses tell me that there's, you know, a problem? Am I going to keep believing my senses or turn to my innermost self, the one that has all the solutions in in this world? And so, you know, in that moment, I was like, hold up. Like, I'm believing what my senses are telling me. And I turned in. I turned inward and I just changed the story and the whole thing changed. Um, and you know, that's just like an invaluable thing. Just being able to catch yourself when you're, you know, thinking of what you don't want. Really, like that's all it is. You're just focusing on what you don't want when you get all pissed off about, you know, something like that. You're just focusing on what you don't want and then you're just going to get more of it. But you know, I know that I want peace, so I'm going to shift my focus to that instead. And that is, you know, in the beginning, I was a victim to my circumstances. I was a victim to this guy uh, pulling out in front of me the way he did. I I was complaining about it. And I, I felt like I had no power. But then I realized I do have power. And it's not in the world of form, it's in the world of spirit, in me. You know, I can't change what I'm looking at, but I can change how I'm seeing what I'm looking at, and then the whole thing changes. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like I'm, uh, it's just like, you know, this type of knowledge, like I would, I would never give it away for a billion, trillion, quadrillion dollars, because you know, a billion quadrillion dollars can only, all I can do with that is buy physical material things and services. Like, that's it. But with this knowledge, I can change my entire life. I can change the trajectory of my life. Um, and, you know, I can experience what I want to experience without needing anything outside of me to do it. And, you know, if that's not powerful, I don't know what is. 
having full control over your life, you know, what what other kind of power would you want? And so, you know, like when I when I choose to uh, occupy these states of peace, you know, I'm just given peace. I'm given peace in this world. It like literally in physical form, you know, that guy went from being, you know, my anger and my frustration in the form of that guy, you know, then it changed to, you know, this peaceful, lovely thing in physical form. You know, I changed the whole meaning of it. I changed the whole story behind it. And in my reality, it was changed. And, you know, I just wonder, you know, if I continued to be pissed off about it, I wonder how long he would have been in front of me. You know, he turned pretty quickly after I made that shift in my mind. You know, like I said, I think these these types of events are simply tests. Tests of, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, I think if I were to fail the test and, you know, continue being out of a state of peace, you know... I feel like he would have just continued to be in front of me for a long time. But, you know, I figured out what I was doing wrong to, you know, disturb the peace, disturb the the order of things. Um, you know, I figured out that I was the problem there, not him. And, um, yeah, and then he just turned right away, uh, you know, again, I just feel like it's a test. And once you pass, like the the thing that once bothered you will just go away because it doesn't bother you anymore. And, you know, I wasn't in a I wasn't trying to, you know, make him get out of my way or anything. I was simply just occupying a new state of mind. I was simply, you know, I wanted peace and I got peace and I didn't care what the outside world was doing because I'm in a place of peace right now. It doesn't matter what's going on outside of me. It doesn't matter what kind of obstacles there are. You know, as long as I'm at peace, you know, I'll just keep finding peace. I'll keep finding things to feel uh, peaceful towards. Um, And yeah, I don't know. That's just like... The greatest knowledge that I could ask for, again, I would not trade it away for all of the money in the world. Um, And, you know, I'm starting to realize that, you know, like nothing in this world has any power over me unless I let it. You know, nothing can influence me unless I allow it to. You know, in that moment when that car turned out in front of me, I was allowing an outside thing to determine my inner state. And, you know, that's not... If you do it that way, you'll never be happy. You'll never feel fulfilled. You'll never, you know, find peace. If you're always having to rely on something outside of you to bring you what you want, you're never going to have it. Because again, like every single thing in this world is absolutely void of any meaning at all other than what your mind gives to it. You know, you really are 
a life-giving spirit. We are life-giving spirits. You know, whatever we put out is what we will find. You know, it, if I'm putting out hatred and anger and all this stuff all the time, I'm only going to be finding more things to be hateful and angry towards. Um, but as soon as I change that, as soon as I change what I'm putting out, you know, I'll change what I'm receiving. So, you know, whatever you're giving to yourself in your mind is what you will receive. It's as plain and simple as that. So in that moment, I went from believing that I was receiving, uh, you know, some a problem, something to be angry about. And I changed my belief. I believed that I was receiving peace and... Uh, you know, I was finding, you know, something, again, something beautiful, you know, just this old guy, you know, I didn't see him at all, so I don't know if he was even an old guy, but in my mind, he was an old guy that um, has been, you know, I was just like, wow, this guy probably has, like, such an interesting life story, and it's amazing that he's just still driving, you know, he's still, a lot of old people get too scared to drive, but this guy's just out here kicking it and, you know, driving like it's nobody's business. And, you know, it just turned from this horrible, ugly, awful thing into this awesome, beautiful, fun thing. You know, I didn't even care that I had to drive 15 miles an hour under the speed limit. I didn't care that I may have almost crashed into him because that was behind me. But now I have peace. Um... So, you know, that's really what it comes down to. You know, whatever you believe you are receiving is what you are receiving. You know, it really is that. Um, and, you know, I've been I've been kind of just playing with with my beliefs about money. You know, I'm really just like. I'm not buying the whole you got to work hard for your money type of thing. Um you know, I've just been, you know, believing that money is easy and fun. And, uh, again, today I continued my lottery ticket spree. Um, and, you know, every ticket I would buy, I'd just be excited because I was like, this is a winner. Like, I'm holding a winning ticket right now. Um, and yesterday it was kind of interesting because I was like, uh, a little bummed out about spending my money on the on more lottery tickets but again you know I walked out with a positive gain you know I came in with a dollar and walked out at one point I had up to sixty dollars and then I spent more and then I was down to like thirteen dollars but uh you know I just changed my attitude I was like Dude, I made a huge gain today. Like $1 to $13. That's like 13 times my money. And, um, you know, I thought about all the money I, I spent out of my winnings. And I was like, you know what? All the money that I spend just comes back to me 10 times as much. And I just let that be. And I uh, scratched off a ticket today. And I, it was like this one that has like three games on it and I won on one of the games and then it has this like bonus multiplier thing I won five bucks and then I scratched off the bonus multiplier and it was I shit you not ten times 
and the ticket was five dollars so that money i spent on it i literally got returned to me 10 times um and you know i i think i got two 50 dollar wins today and then i spent 50 on on tickets but you know i went from like 13 dollars to 50 now and it's, you know, I, I'm having fun doing it. You know, if I lose on a ticket, I don't focus on it because that's just me focusing on what I don't want. I don't want to, you know, lose money. So why even put any energy towards the thoughts of it? Why even, you know, allow that to be in my mind? You know, now that I know my mind creates my experiences, why would I create more lack in my life? Why would I create something that doesn't serve me and so you know I, I just every time I buy a ticket I'm just like I'm winning on this one again man and like you know I just see myself like winning and I I have the feeling of a winner and you know every batch of tickets that I bought I've been just winning on and it's it's fun you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you got a gambling addiction. And I'm like, no, I just got faith, bitch. I just got faith in in myself. You know, it was really funny because, like, I walked into the gas station to cash out the tickets. And this guy, uh, it was my second ticket that I won 50 bucks on. And he's like, dang, dude, like, I need you to scratch off my tickets. You're lucky. And... You know, that was simply a reflection of my mood. It was a reflection of how I was feeling. I felt lucky. I felt like a winner. I felt like I had the, the magic touch. And these people were just confirming my belief. They, they were showing me what I found in myself. And, you know, this stuff is... It's something to take in, that's for sure. It's, uh... You know, if, if you're not accustomed to these types of things, it's like, what is this guy even talking about? He's smoking crack. But, you know, just watch. Just watch yourself and watch what's happening in your world. Just watch. And you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, this whole thing is taking is taking place in you. You are the animating principle for everything in your life. You give things. You, you constantly are giving the world something. You know, when I'm walking down the streets um, and I see beautiful trees and beautiful things and all that, you know, I'm simply giving the world a part of myself. I'm finding that beauty in me and then I'm giving it to everything I see. And, you know, when you see it like that, like, when you're constantly pissed off and angry and all that, you know, that's what you're you're finding in yourself and you're giving to everything else. You're giving that to all the people in your life. You're giving that to all the things in your life. You're giving it to everything. And, you know, it. it's like if somebody were to come up to me and give me some, some bullshit, you know, I'm naturally just want to, I'm just going to want to give it back. You know, I'm not going to want that. I'm just going to spit it back at you. You know, maybe I won't because I know I know how the mind, how, you know, how much control I have over my experience. 
But, you know, if you went up to somebody else and you're giving them a bunch of bullshit, calling them stupid and all this and all that, you know, do you think you're really going to get something that you want out of that? Do you really think that you're going to, you know, get a positive reaction out of that and some love? I don't think so. Um, and, you know, if it works that way with people, then I don't see how it wouldn't work with things either. I don't see how it would be any different for anything else in the world. Um, you know, just watch what you're giving to things. Watch what you're giving to the world. And, uh, you know, realize that everything you see, you know, you're only seeing yourself all day, every day. Because what you believe about yourself in that moment is how you are seeing what you're looking at. How you see yourself, you know, that those are the eyes that you see the world through. And so, you know, if you see yourself as this, like, sad, depressed person, you know, you're going to see sadness and depression everywhere you go. It's going to follow you because you are the source of that. You know, you're going to walk down the streets and only be seeing the negative. And it's only because you are a negative person. It's not because the things you're looking at are negative. They just are what they are. You are the judge. You are the, you know, you say what things are in your life. That's, that's what they are, what you say they are. Um, and it all starts with you. It all starts with what you're finding in yourself. You know, if you don't like what you're looking at, don't try to change what you're looking at. Just Find something better in yourself. Reach for a better thought. Reach for a better belief. You know, if you're if you're looking at a billboard and you just see like this, oh, these people are just targeting me for my money or whatever, you know, if you don't want to see it that way, don't see it that way. So see it as, oh, these people have a successful business. I'm happy for them. See, like, it, wouldn't that just feel so much better? You know, it really is up to you what you're seeing in the world. And I've come to the point where I realize, like, you know, I I can't blame anybody or anything outside of myself for the way I feel, for the way I see the world. I can't point fingers. I can't blame people anymore. It's all on me. And how it all starts with how do I view myself? You know, if I think I'm this this awful, mean, disgusting person, you know, I, that's what I'm going to be seeing in the world. Because that, that determines what kind of glasses I have on that I'm seeing the world through. Um, <laughs> these kids are funny. Um, so, you know, don't ever, 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 ever blame anyone or anything else for how you feel. That's not their responsibility. Don't make it their responsibility. Carry your own weight. We all got, we all got our problems. We all got our, you know, work we have to do. Don't pile that on somebody else by blaming them. You know, you're just giving more problems because you have problems. That's really it, you know? Why, why, why even... Like, that doesn't make sense to me anymore to, uh, you know, put problems out there. Because I know that 
other people have have their own struggles why do why would i feel the need to you know push mine out onto them and give them more to worry about people worry about stuff enough you know i'm i'm to the point where i'm realizing you know instead of seeing myself as having a bunch of problems i can just see myself as having a bunch of solutions you know like i said the other day in one of my podcasts if you were thrown in jail you automatically know the solution to that. You automatically know that if you were free from jail, you wouldn't have a problem anymore. So why sit there and focus on how how horrible your situation is when A, you got yourself there in the first place, and B, you know, you don't have to... It doesn't matter what the world is showing you. What are you showing yourself in your mind? Because that is what you will be looking at in the not-so-far future. So if I were to be in jail, I would simply sit there and think about how free I am. I would sit there and think about how wonderful it is to be out of prison. And, you know, I'd spend all my time just living in my imagination, being free. And in some way, in some way that I, I or no one else can explain, it would be externalized. The moment that you believe that you are actually free, you will be free from that prison. Because again, this whole world, this whole universe is a mental thing. It's all in, in the mind of God. That's the only thing that is real is the mind. And the mind creates these these crazy elaborate things. And then we wonder, you know, we wonder why things happen in our lives when, you know, we don't realize that we don't realize how important our mindset is. We don't realize how important our our mental actions are. You know what we are seeing in our mind all day you know, you're going to be acting from that that state, you know? You're going to be acting you know, if you're if you're depressed, you're going to be acting like you're depressed and you're going to reap the results of that. You reap what you sow. That's a basic law of nature, you know? An apple tree cannot produce a pear. An apple seed cannot produce a mango tree. You know, it it, you get what you plant. You get what you you reap what you sow, literally. So if you're having all these negative thoughts all the time, you know, you're going to reap the results of that. You're going to reap, you know, whatever it is you're planting in your mind, you know. And we, we, we just aren't taught that. We aren't taught that because apparently it's not important or something or people don't know it somehow. You know, I mean, it's easy to just shrug it off and be like, oh, the mind has no importance whatsoever. The world is completely physical and everything in it is a result of some physical action. You know, it's easy. That's too, that's, that's easy. But, you know, in order to make changes in your life, you know, you can't go the easy way. I mean, you can, but it's going to be a lot slower you know, if I wanted to change how I feel about something, you know, first I have to look at how I actually feel. I have to look at the the problem before I can understand what the solution is. You know, I can't just think of solutions to problems that I'm not addressing. You know, like, I don't know.
Um, it's all in your mind. It really is. The whole, this whole thing, this whole thing called life is a mental thing. It's all psychological. It, it is. And, you, you know, you can try to call me crazy or not believe it. I don't care because I know it's true. I know it's true. You know, true fulfillment and happiness and peace and love and joy, it's not going to be found in something outside of you. It's impossible. It's all within you, in your mind, in your feelings, in your thoughts, in your imagination. That's where it is. It's nowhere else. And once you start looking inside for those things, you'll find out how easy it is to find them. And you don't need something outside of you to bring it. You don't. You don't need confirmation from something or someone else. You know, as long as you allow yourself to have it, you'll have it. I go, I go about my day allowing peace whenever I remember to. Whenever I become aware of not being at peace, I give myself peace. And it doesn't require somebody giving me a bunch of money or somebody telling me that there's nothing to worry about i tell myself that and what i say goes in my life i am the god of my life you are the god of your life there is no secondary cause for anything in your life you are the primary cause i am the primary cause for my life you know, how I see and view the world and the things I get myself into, that's not anybody else's fault. It's not, you know, there's no God outside of you controlling everything you do. Those crystals that you believe in, you know, that's all, that's the only reason they have power is because you say they do. It's all belief. It's all belief. You know, I used to think that, you know, astrology and the tar tarot cards and all that, you know, they're fun. But, you know, in the end, it's the belief that you're putting into it that makes it work for you. That's why some people can have crystals and they have some crazy magical effect and some it just does absolutely nothing. You know, it just what do you believe? What do you believe? I'd rather believe in myself, something that's always going to be there rather than some rock or some stars in the sky that could just disappear. You know, um, but anyway, I'm going to get this episode cut off. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I know I did as always. And again, I've got the Reddit page, r slash conscious creation club. And I've also got the listener support on here, which you can, uh, you can view on the Spotify link or whatever. Um, but yeah, until next time, peace out and have a good time. I love you.